Well, it's 2018, and it's coming to an end. It's Grammy season. Thank God. I'm ready for it to be over. Yeah, me too. And the Grammys are supposed to exist to kind of recognize all of the the great music and musical accomplishments that have happened any given year. Bitch, you thought. Yeah, most of the time they fuck up. <laughs> so, <laughs> in our final episode for this year, actually, um, we're going to be going over our award show, the Were You Even Listening Awards, very prestigious, and then also kind of roasting the Grammys, considering yeah. how... Let's start off by roasting the Grammys, and then we'll get into, like, our award ceremony for people who don't actually like award, award ceremonies. ceremonies. Yeah. We can do that right after this word from our sponsors. Hey-o. To the listeners of Were You Even Listening, Vinyl Me Please is a vinyl record of the month club. The best record club, in fact. Every month, Vinyl Me Please features one album that is essential to the modern vinyl collection and sends it to thousands of members worldwide. Plus, members get exclusive access to the Vinyl Me Please store, filled to the brim with special releases, reissues, and more that you won't find anywhere else. To join their record club, go to joinvmp.com backslash WFSE. Again, that's joinvmp.com backslash WFSE. singular sponsor thank you Vinyl Me Please okay yeah so the Grammys are taking place February 10th um so we have some time to really prepare and ruminate over all of the bullshit that you can find here um album of the year there are some really good options and then also one that really just like sticks out to me is kind of like the worst possible pick as far as like my music taste goes I really don't like Post Malone I really don't like looking at Post Malone. It's an I don't unpopular think... opinion. I understand that. I don't think his music's very good. So it's just like that That being there just is what? The mouse just got really big. Anyway, keep going. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, for Post Malone, I mean, I, d- I don't listen to his music and I haven't listened to anything that wasn't forced upon me like on the radio or like mm-hmm. in the car or when somebody with shitty taste had the aux cord. So like I can't really say mm-hmm. what this album <laughs> I tried I like I listened to beer bongs and Bentleys because I wanted to know more than anything like what people were talking about it's just not it's not for me but also album of the year we have her which is a great choice that was um, a good choice and also honestly unexpected I would not have expected unexpected. the Grammys to nominate her but yeah yeah um Scorpion by Drake is 34 songs too long um <laughs> Kendrick Lamar and other artists Black Panther album um, Casey Musgraves The Golden Hour Cardi B Invasion of Privacy and Janelle Monae's Dirty Computer which I understand why it was chosen but but at the same time it wasn't that great like yeah don't want to get attacked but like like let's be real the the lyrics and the storytelling and everything is, is important like the album is important but I don't think it's good Really? Yeah. No, I agree. Like, I like Make Me Feel a lot, but... Yeah. That's kind of it. Yeah. I mean, 
As far as record of the year or album of the year, because I guess record of the year and album of the year are two different things. Yeah. Record of the year is like a po- the most pointless category, but whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> so as far as albums, I mean, there's definitely, it's hard it's hard, I understand, because everybody's going to say somebody got snubbed, because yeah. you can only have so many nominations. You and know this I mean? year, they, they increased the nomination to eight from the usual five to try and fit more in, which, like, I understand. But the extra three that you added, let's say they were Scorpion, Beerbox, and Bentley's The Dirty Computer, like, why? Yeah. It's like, we you didn't need to bother increasing it then. Right. Like, you could have just kept it with five. Um... <laughs> At the same time, um, song of the year, the song of the year, we have Kendrick Lamar and SZA with all the stars, Ella May boot up, um, Drake's for God's plan, Shawn Mendes in my blood, Brandy Carlisle the joke, Zed and Marin Morris the middle, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper shallow, and Childish Gambito this is America. So out of that, um, I feel like. I mean, I guess it makes sense that they just picked the most played on the radio songs. Mm-hmm. But does it need to be the most played on the radio songs? Like, this in is my what blood we need to ask gives me hives, and the middle gives me hives. Like, so I've I heard the middle maybe four times, and each time I've four had, times like, too many. A violent, like <laughs> react, like emotional reaction to it. It's like I want something else to be playing right now. Um, it's like I, one of those songs you can't even like. There are songs that you're like, I don't really care for it, but if it plays, I'ma let it play. Yeah, but no, know? this is not one of those songs. And like when Boot Up first came out, I was really into it, and now I am tired of hearing it. I don't like Drake, so like God's plan can. Well, we all know the backstory to God's plan for me because I talked about it on the <laughs> podcast before. But my loud, my loud neighbor last year who lived above me would just play the "I only love my bed and my mom." I'm sorry. And then replay that one line. Yeah, so you have PTSD. Over and over. So I just can't, yeah. And I don't like Shawn Mendes very much. Um, not like that, anything against that song. I just, it's not. I'm so sick of hearing. That's the thing. It's like, I'm sick of hearing these songs that I feel like it's not even like I seek them out. I just hear them because they're so popular that they play everywhere. Yeah. And like, All the Stars is still a bop. Like, That's still a bop, yeah. It's always going to be It Was When I Came Out. It's This America is still good. Yeah. I could still listen to that. So I think if we're going to pick any of them, it's going to be Kendrick Lamar and SZA, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, or Childish Gambino. Probably not Shallow, though. So I would go between Kendrick and Childish. Um, for Best New Artist for the Grammy nominations, um, I just don't understand their qualifications for Best New Artist. Is it yeah. just that they released... A full album. Okay. Um, not an EP or a single. A full, like, LP that came out in between the the nomination period. So, like, her full album actually came out in 2017, but, like, late 2017. So it was included. Eligible, yeah. yeah. Interesting. All it's, right. Because I don't really agree with everybody that was nominated as a new artist. Also, but, like, that's fine. Greta Van Fleet has had an album before. I know that. Also, the new one is universally hated. So, like, <laughs> I, I don't get it. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily call it best. Yeah. If it was, like, noteworthy, then, like, maybe. But Georgia Smith is on here. So, like... Georgia Smith, I think, is the prime nomination on here because yeah. she, she really is... She really is new to the scene. She came up quick. Mm-hmm. Like, not like she never did anything before this year, but and she was still, mostly collaborating on other people's yeah. work. And still kind of underground, so, yeah. like, not a lot of people know yeah. that record that came up, but it's 
amazing start to finish every song on that album like she's the obvious choice for best new artist i just hope they don't mess this up (laughs) um (laughs) and then for best pop solo performance um you know i gotta just say already god is a woman better win because if they're talking about i'm wearing the sweater right now yeah so like (laughs) yeah the ariana grande fingering your sweatshirt really great one sixty (laughs) dollars on our website worth every penny All right, so we'll skip the unimportant ones, like who really cares about best pop duo. I know I don't. Um, <laughs> but Barbara Streisand, the music, the memories, the magic, best traditional pop vocal album. Hello, um, best rap song. We have God's Plan, Kendrick Lamar, J Rock, Future, and James Blake for King's Dead from the Black Panther soundtrack. Eminem, Lucky You, Travis Scott, Drake, Big Hawk, and Sway Lee for Sicko Mode, and J Rock and Kendrick Lamar with Win. I mean, none of those are terrible as far as song. I would have probably chose a couple different songs, but, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, um, for as far as best rap album, like, people need to, like, relax. So, like, as far as <laughs> as far as far what was nominated, it was Invasion of Privacy, Cardi B, Swimming Mac Miller, Victory Lap, Nipsey Hustle, Daytona, Pusha T, and Astroworld by Travis Scott. And, like, people are, like really mad on twitter and like okay so this one i have a really big contention with this mindset so i'm just gonna read one yeah that cardi b got nominated for rap album of the year for an album she didn't write an album she couldn't stay on key on but meanwhile lil wayne's j cole's Nicki minaj and eminem's album didn't get nominated let that sink in i just want to say out of that tweet um the only other decent album in that rant was j cole Mm-hmm. Um, Nikki, Nikki's new album was not good. Let's not pretend. It's like also um, 22 songs. Eminem's album, let's not pretend that was still good. And Lil Wayne's was kind of a disappointment as well. So like... Like it, with that, I feel like it took so long to come out that no matter what someone's expectation was for it, it wouldn't match like the right, actual Right, because there's too, too much hype over it. Yeah. And you know, th- what I have, the issue I have with this is like, y'all want Wayne or Nikki because... Or Eminem because they've been, they've in, been the in the game for a long time, yeah. but that doesn't mean everything they put out is gold. Their last albums were shit, and I'm like, sick of people pretending artists can't do any wrong because of their name. Yeah, and we were talking like, about this earlier. Like Cardi B, say what you want, she became an icon in like literal weeks because of this album and the singles that came out for it. Like it's culturally relevant, it's powerful. She's been in like headlines day after day after day after this album came out. Not necessarily because of some of the things that she's done, but her music has resonated with people in a way that the other albums, I feel like, haven't. There's no point in having an award show if the same artists keep, keep being awarded. Yeah. Like, what's the point? It's just a talent show at that point, like a, a, a fan favorite thing, and yeah. people only know them because of their names, not because of the talent. Like, Cardi, regardless of whether or not you even liked the album, like, she deserves to be nominated mm-hmm. for that album. Like, she does deserve it. She, like, she, it's cult, it is culturally relevant. Mm-hmm. Like, she, she did become an icon, like, literally weeks after yeah. even before it was released because of her sing- two singles that she released re- leading up to it but like literally it's like she became that big and it's like too naughty you really don't want her to be recognized for that like i don't get it yeah i'm like i have no disrespect against like j cole but wayne and eminem like they've they've been around for so long i just like yeah you have to recognize the fact that they have been producing hits for a really long time but at the same time that doesn't mean that everything they make is going to be good or worth 
yeah. rewarding. And that's and I think people get caught up in that. They get caught up in the name because yeah, I love Lil Wayne's work. I love a lot of it, and I love a lot of Eminem's work too. But like, I can recognize that their last albums weren't the best. I mean, Wayne's had a couple of good ones, but mm. like, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like people need to not be so caught up in that the name yeah and i feel like that's what happens sometimes but you know it's whatever really glad mac miller got nominated for me too and frankly i really great album i i think hardy's gonna win but i would like mac miller to get at least a posthumous grammy for this because like it's a it is a very well-made album um, whether or not you like Mac Miller, like, it's probably not going to sound what you expect it to, like, if you liked Blue Slide Park. Yeah. Like, this is... Well, his sound has grown so much. Yeah. I mean... It's evolved, it really it's has. It's evolved a lot, especially even with, um... What was it? Divine Feminine. Divine Feminine. Like, yeah. that was a really the beginning of an evolution I feel like sound. when he started working with Anderson on, like, a lot of the production, like, mm-hmm. aspects of his music, it's become more um, contemporary, more R&B inspired, more, like, fuller, I feel mm-hmm. like. It's not just rap. Which, which makes this all the more, you know, really sad because it was, like, I feel like he was, didn't, I feel like he wasn't even reaching his peak yet sound. Right. He, he didn't reach his peak sound yet. And it's, it's so, like, listening back to the album, it's just such, like, a somber experience because so many of the songs are about, like, getting help or not feeling like you're good enough for things, you know, and it's just, it's, it's an important one that I think people should definitely have paid a little bit more attention to, regardless yeah. of the, the, everything about Mac that yeah. has happened this year. Exactly. Um, as far as country, do not care about country and not even going to go over that. Um, <laughs> then, you know, we got R&B, um, best performance. We have best traditional performance. And then we have best R&B song mm-hmm. and best urban contemporary album. Um, um, some of the just the major ones, the Carters, everything is love um, for contemporary album. Um, R&B song. It, boot up is nominated once more um feels like summer the childish Cambino single that came out in the summer along with summertime magic got nominated and i really really love that song it, um, yeah no those i mean i think both of the singles he released over the summer were very good. good yeah and her has a lot of nominations here so i hope that like at least one of them mm-hmm. goes goes to her um for best rock album um I mean, we talked about this earlier. Only two of them actually deserve to win. And then uh, the rest, I guess, maybe are filler nominations. I don't know. Like, like for, for Rock Song, it's um, between Mass Seduction and Rats for me. Because um, then you have Bring Me the Horizon, 21 Pilots, and Greta Van Fleet. So, like, no thank you. Rock Album, Alice in Chains. First of all, I didn't even know this album came out. Um, <laughs> I didn't know they were still making music. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fall Out Boy's Mania wasn't as bad as I expected it to be. But still, I wouldn't. That would not be my pick. Especially not for best rock album. No, it's all. Would you even consider them rock? They're alternative. The like, first two songs on that album are dubstep, so like I don't know <laughs> why it's here. Um, and then you have Greta Van Fleet. Like it's it's Led Zeppelin, so like eh. um, Weezer specific daydream is a hot mess from start to finish. So really, the only choice is Ghost um, with prequel, and like that album is really well made start to finish. It's very good. So I I can only hope that the Academy agrees. Jeez. And then for Best Alternative, um, Arctic Monkeys, Beck, Bjork, David Byrne, and St. Vincent. Honestly. All not all pretty solid choices, to be honest. To be like, honest, yeah. yeah. Any single one of these winning makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, David Byrne's album was pretty good. It wasn't, like, amazing, but it's important to recognize the fact that he has literally been making music for, like, 40 years. 
at this point, and he's still like relevant, um, which is nice. And Mass Seduction would be a great win for St. Vincent, I think. Um, it's also up for Best Packaging for the Vinyl Me Please release. Really? Which I thought was kind of interesting. That's nice. Because um, I think that's a newer category as well, so... Yeah, so, and obviously there's a bunch of other categories, but we're not going to get into that yeah. or, you know. So we'll see. After the awards, um, we'll talk about, you know, what won, what didn't win, what should have won, stuff like that. But yeah. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. You know? um, and then we're going to get into our choices for our end of the year picks for record of the year, best new artist, best lyrics, and more right after this short break. So stay tuned. ceremonies i hate yeah. award shows but yet i can't like refrain from watching them though which really like i just have to because like have i have to, to know there i have to like yeah you know like i'm i'm definitely hate that i'm one of those people that would probably live tweet an award show like that upsets me <laughs> i'm upset that that's my identifier but it's fine so we came up with our own categories that are way more fun than the grammy categories some of them, some of them are they're actually pretty much the same but then some of them we came up with our own and it's more fun. Our award ceremony is going to be so much cooler. And all the artists will win a package of Tic Tacs. Sick. That's all we can really afford at yeah. this point. So. Um, that's a play on one of our other episodes where we said all the winners would win Tic Tacs yeah. of our love song, Misconnection. <laughs> so you would only get that if you are, you would only understand that joke or reference if you were actually if you've a dedicated a true listener. Fan. We should make that Fake like a, fans, merch, yeah. a merchandise, a sweater that says you win a Tic Tac. Fake fans go back and listen to our old episodes. <laughs> they suck, but you know. <laughs> um, so we're going to start with Best New Artist. Um, some of these that we have actually mentioned already when we were talking about the Grammys. Um, but we have Tasha, Illuminati Hotties, Georgia Smith, and Callie Uvkus. For Best New Artist, mm -hmm. which is a category that's the same as the Grammys, really, because I think new artists deserve to be recognized. Absolutely. And, like, and it's important. I know for a fact I've talked about each of these people at length on our podcast this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, no, we definitely have. So my... My pick, my two pick, we each picked two people for this, um, two groups. So mine were Tasha and Illuminati Hotties. Um, I actually saw them both in Chicago um, at a show, and I didn't know of Tasha until that moment. And then once I did, I was just kind of, like, immediately, like, taken by her sound and how, like, full and mature it was, even though she is just now getting started in the music, like, industry, releasing her own music and stuff. She's on Father Daughter Records. Um, but her album that just came out... Um, this year which is alone at last like it is soft it's angelic it's wise it's like it's just angelic. a very angelic it's like a very just comforting record and there weren't a whole lot of those for me this year and it was just something i felt like i could just listen to and just like relax and it was like optimistic and peaceful and just very positive in general and i think like a lot of music isn't always that. So it's nice to have like a refreshing like break every now and then with with Tasha's Alone at Last. Um, and then Illuminati Hotties is a really fun band. Um, punk sensibilities with really good songwriting. Um, so it's like everything that Diasig is bad at, they're good at. So it's like a, a foil <laughs> to Diasig, which is fun because they were touring together. Um, but really fun, um, I met the lead singer, Sarah, at that show, and she's just like a really, really cool person, and I hope they get recognition. That's cute. It's yeah. cute that you met them. Mm -hmm. 
yeah so i chose for best new artist um new kind of just meaning that they both released their f- debut full-length yeah. albums um but georgia smith um kind of an you know obvious choice for me her album was amazing and i feel like it kind of she rose really quickly after yeah. that like i you know when she was performing at coachella you know people knew her but she had not yet released that album lost and found and i feel like the crowd would have been a lot i wasn't there for it my brother was there um because i was watching tyler the creator and it conflicted i wish i would have i wish i would have caught her set though because i think now it would be a totally different situation she'd be an artist to see like a real like everybody would i think now people would be be going to that and that just speaks to how how much she rose in in that short amount of time Mm and popularity Mm -hmm. like um and then kelly yukis i mean she had been collaborating with a lot of yeah. artists throughout 2017. So the fact that this album came out and was just so, like, sure of itself. It was very, like, well done. well, yeah. Very well put together. And, you know, that's not exactly easy to do for a debut album, mm-hmm. I feel like. So I just feel like she needs some recognition for yeah. that. Yeah, there wasn't anything that felt like it shouldn't be there. Like, it has very good flow. Um and her sound is just so, like, unique. There are so many different influences there that all work really well yeah. together. And she worked with the lead singer of Tame Impala mm-hmm. on a couple of the songs, which, you know... And Damon Albarn yeah. from The Gorillas and The Good, The Bad, The Queen, etc. It's an overall solid album. It's a solid record. Um, there's not really a bad song on it. Same goes for mm-hmm. Georgia Smith. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, those are why I chose those as my best new artists yeah and while we are picking one to win um the other three are just as important and if you haven't checked them out yet um do so because you may find something that you really like um it's important i feel like for smaller media outlets i guess kind of like us and our podcast like to support people who are still up and coming and all that rather than just buying into the hype of bigger names like we talked Mm -hmm. about earlier in the episode um about the the best rap album at the Grammys. Um, so our award for this goes to Georgia Smith um, for Lost and Found. Congratulations. Congratulations. Your Tic Tacs will be in the mail. The Tic Tacs will be in the mail. Um, but honorable mention to Alum- Illuminati Hotties because um, that was my one of my favorite records of this year as well. So Next category, best song. That's just a copy of a song that already exists. We have an automatic winner. We have, yeah, automatic winner for the 1975 with Give Yourself a Try as all of the instrumentals of that song are just Joy Division's Disorder. Congratulations. So, congratulations. They're just a copy of a song that's already out there. <laughs> that album's weird, and I don't really like it that much. But, like... Uh, people um, people like it. People really like people it. People really I... responded well to it, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's all I'll that's say about all that. That's all I'll say about that. Um, our next category is Best Lyrics. This is always... A, this is a fun category for me, because we did this one last year, too, and mm-hmm. I liked it. Um... But for best lyrics, we have our choices are Mac Miller, Self Care, Ariana Grande, Thank You Next, Lucy Dacus, Night Shift, um, Lana Del Rey, uh, Mariner's Apartment Complex, and uh, Florence June, and, oh my god, I didn't realize there were so many. There's a lot. Open Mike Eagle, Single Ghost, and Migo Stir Fry. Which? It's <laughs> just a fun little. It's a fun Come little. on, in the kitchen, it's just like a stir fry. Like, let's go. That's the, that's the automatic honorable mention, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so my picks for these were um, uh, June by Florence and the Machine, Night Shift by Lucy Dacus, and Single Ghosts by Open Mike Eagle. Um, Open Mike Eagle has been making music for a 
a while at this point, and his one song, Ziggy Starfish, Anxiety Raps, is, like, one of my favorite songs, like, ever. Um, but this new EP is just really, really well done. I know that song. Yeah. It's a good song. Yeah. Yeah. I've played okay. it before, I'm, I'm sure. No, no, like, it's, that's, I, yeah. Yeah. I didn't recognize the name when you put it on here, but I know that song, so this makes sense now. Okay, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's always been doing uh, really like thoughtful lyrics, very um, thoughtful concepts in each and every single one of his songs. And there's like a personality to them that you don't really get very often. Um, like this record, and I feel like Earl Sweatshirt's album that came out this year, Some Rap Songs, they both kind of take different elements from like old school, like MF Doom, in that it's very, very like well produced, very well written, but in a way that I feel like everybody would be able to appreciate. Like, there's nothing about these records that are particularly, uh, like, specific to people who like rap music. Like, this is music that people could get into. This is music that have lyrics that everyone can relate to in some way. And Single Ghosts is about being ghosted, like, after meeting someone, like, on online relationships and stuff. Um, So it's kind of like a universal concept, but it's written in a way that is interesting and fresh. Um, and then Florence and the Machines June is just a really amazing opener to High as Hope. Night Shift by Lucy Dacus. Um, so good. So good. And like, just let me re- just read this line. Yeah, go for it. You got a nine Be to dramatic. five. So I'll take the night shift and I'll never see you again if I can help it. Like, damn, damn Lucy. You didn't have to, like, go that hard, but you did, and I'm glad that you did. I appreciate it. She was the inspiration for this Spotify playlist I have called The Indie Chicks You Don't Want Your Bros to Know About. <laughs> and the description is, fuck your bros, listen to it. True. So, True. Um, we also got um, Ariana Grande, Thank You, Next, which is kind of, like, duh, because... Like, the most relentlessly, like, positive song. About your exes yeah. that will ever be made, probably. Yeah. Um, and the, the lyrics that you chose for that were when she talks about, you know, I met someone else, we're having better discussions, we're having better discussions, and then she talks about, you think she's gonna say, like, somebody else, but she really is just Ari, mm-hmm. and that, that's me. That's deep, man. Yeah. Not Aubrey, though. Ari. Ari. Yeah. Like, let's make that clear. Yeah. But, <laughs> and then, obviously, Lana Del Rey's, um, Mariner's Apartment Complex was just, through and through, just such a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even, like, I must, I listen to it so much. It's yeah. on my top five, yeah. like, um, uh, for my Spotify end of the year thing. I think it was on my top five. Um, it was on, it was in my playlist. I just don't know, like, yeah. what number it was. Um, and then um, our winner is Mac Miller Self Care because, wow, what a great song. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's like, it was the, the main song from Swimming that came out, but. Like, even then, it's just, this being chosen as the single, I think, is just a really important, like, thing to to remember that, like, this was the song that Mac and his team thought best represented the album. And I think it's it's bold and important to have a song that's so, um, that, that allows someone to recognize their flaws and shows the path, like, towards moving on and, like, accepting them as part of yourself, but still continuing and not letting that stop you. Um, it's just it's such a such an important song and an important message. 
So it's absolutely our winner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our next, you know, Migos stir fry. We're just, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, best music video. Um, our options for that. I'm like, sorry, I'm just like lo- losing my focus right now. It's just I probably need to drink a little bit more, more of my coffee. iced coffee. Okay. So I got this iced coffee, by the way, is I've tried something a little new. Mm-hmm. It's a caramel iced coffee, Starbucks, obviously. Uh, caramel iced coffee <laughs> made with almond milk. And boy, is it life-changing. Yeah. I am one of those bougie people now because I feel like this is a complicated drink. A but... caramel iced coffee. A caramel iced coffee made with, with almond milk. Yeah, I mean that's not too bad. There could be worse. Yeah, there's there's definitely worse. I usually I just usually am not that complicated, so mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like making it hard for yeah. people. I'm just kinda like, can I just have a large coffee? And then I just sit in silence and suffer because it's too bitter. But it's fine. So category for best kind of coffee. You know? <laughs> that wasn't a good joke. That don't even pretend to laugh at that. That was a terrible joke. No, we're okay. just a, we're coffee. best music video. We're a coffee podcast. <laughs> Japanese breakfast, boyish, nothing, blue line baby, LCD sound system, oh baby, Ariana Grande, God is a woman, and Nicki Minaj, Chun Li. Ariana Grande, God is a woman's the winner because why wouldn't it be? It's the most that's important. That's literally the standout. Like that's the that's the. When I saw that music video, I think I had to have rewatched it ten mm-hmm. times. Like it's so, it was so well done and like. Like she literally breaks the glass ceiling with a sledgehammer after Madonna, talking to God, who yeah. is Madonna. Yeah. Like. <laughs> And like, just like, there's so many references in it yeah. too. And the editing is impeccable. The, the direction's very, very yeah. well done. You know, honestly, all like to to be that person, all of the Sweetener music videos have been really great, and mm-hmm. they've all been directed by that one guy that I cannot remember his name for the life of me. I know what he looks like. Yes, I know what he looks like because he was in our documentary. But you know, like the light is coming. That was good mm-hmm. because that was about kind of like finding your way in the darkness, um, kind of vibe. And then that was a simple one as compared to God, God as woman, which, which is, is really just, complex. There's so much going on. Yeah. Um, but. but it's really good. And then honorable mention to LCD Sound Systems, Oh Baby, because it's really sad and made me emotional. And it's directed by Ryan Johnson, who did Star Wars uh, Last Jedi. Yeah, that song just, uh, that just, or the music video made me sad. The like, song is sad. also sad, but then when you pair it with, with the music video, it's, it's just like, like, okay. I can't handle, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. No, they were all they were all great. Worst music video. We have Kanye West's I Love It, Nicki Minaj's Good Form, and Arctic Monkeys four out of five. Um, I really love Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino Casino as an album by Arctic Monkeys, but the music video for this song is literally nothing. It's nothing. And I don't like you can tell that a lot of money was spent on it, but it's just Alex just like walking for four <laughs> minutes. And I No thank you. And then Good Form is like technically fine, but then Lil Wayne shows up and he just like he looks dead. <laughs> like he looks like he's being like m- like puppeteered <laughs> from somewhere upstairs. Oh god, do we, do we that video? He just looked like he had way too much lane and like, I just felt so bad. <laughs> and then Tyga's there. It's like, he's not even in that song. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't love it. And then Kanye West's I love it is just fucking Kanye and Lil Pump just in these giant Roblox outfits in a long hallway. I hate how catchy it is. Like, like you, me, and Riley were talking about in the office. Like, it's annoyingly catchy. Like, there's like three, uh, there's three lines. Like the whole song. 
but the music video is just ridiculous. It is sheer ridiculousness. Like, Kanye's... I know he's trying to be quote-unquote artsy, but I just... Mm, Irreverent, mm, thought-provoking. Mm, mm, okay, yeah, so worst music video, Kanye. Anyways. <laughs> Yeah. Most underrated album. Album. Um, this is a fun category because I think, like, I don't know where my train of thought was going there. It's an important because it's important. <laughs> because there's a lot of things that that slip by at end of the year award Thank ceremonies. You. Yes. Um, and I didn't want the ones that I chose for this to be forgotten. As soon as like everything wraps up and people forget about 2018 and pack it in a box and keep it on a playlist and throw mm-hmm. it away, like there's a lot of music that came out this year, a lot of very good music, and we only picked five of these albums, but there's a lot that you'll be able to find. Yeah. Um. Thanks so much for explaining my reasoning. See, when I just like mess up and I just can't like articulate my thoughts, Bryn just takes over. No, it Thank happens. You. Um. So for that, we have Georgia Smith again. Wow. Lost and found. <laughs> uh. Summer Walker. Last day of summer. Nombe, They Might Have Even Loved Me, Tasha, Alone at Last, Mac DeMarco, Old Dog Demos. So, um, Lost and Found, we've already talked at length. Very good, very important. Like, yeah. four people know it. So, like, <laughs> that's the issue. Um, Summer Walker, if you could explain, because I don't Summer know Walker, a whole lot. She really, to compare, to compare so you have a frame of reference, I would say SZA. Okay. Very similar to SZA in okay. style, in content. Um, the album is very good. I'm, I think it's her debut, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and really, I don't think she has a following, just like Georgia Smith has a following. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she's all that well known. But I definitely think she could be somebody who's break, who might break through soon right. and just all of a sudden blow up. I think she has that potem- potential to blow up. Gotcha. Truly. But and then no way like uh, that album's so good. I it's so good. It makes me mad how, how underappreciated <laughs> this record is. That's like literally like, actually mad. In in 2016, my album of the year was Money, um, Suicide Songs. It's like literally, I'm positive I am one of like three people who heard that record. Nombe, like I'm so glad that people are listening to this album because. Like, when you and Dakota saw him, like, there were yeah. people there. Yeah. And, like, he's playing bigger and bigger shows, and it he's, just it makes me happy. bigger, yeah. <laughs> like, since, since this came out, like, honestly, I feel like nobody knew his name, to be yeah. frank. Like, like when, we, had, when I, we played Wait, like, last year. Like, or, he didn't even have a million Spotify yeah. plays yeah. yet, and now he has on a couple of his songs. But, um... I just, like... It's so well done. Like, so, you know, if you want a more in-depth discussion of this album you can head on back to the episode called big hamburglar fans where we me and dakota talk about that album at length and pronounce his name wrong but it was a really great one <laughs> we had a great discussion about why it's important it's kind of like um it's a very like women empowerment kind of song mm-hmm. which is interesting because obviously he's a guy but um it's just so the songs are great the lyrics are great the production is great Mm -hmm. i can't believe that more people don't know this album and that's why it's on here so Um, over (laughs) yeah and i've talked about tasha already but like that's an important record please listen to it if you haven't and mac demarco like i know a lot of people will side eye scoff roll their eyes whatever (laughs) this is a legitimately like very well thought out record even though it is just demos like there are songs on here that probably should have been on the actual album just because they are like are powerful and 
like thought provoking and made me feel things and not a lot of things do that anymore so like it's just it's it's something that surprised me in the sense that i didn't think i was gonna like really yeah give two shits about it and then i listened to it and like actually like it's actually good felt something yeah, yeah. um so we're gonna go with no Oh, I did, you didn't let me drum roll. I was going to drum roll. Fine, fuck it, whatever. Gnome Bay, they might have even loved me, is our winner for most underrated. Fun fact, he's my most listened to artist this year, which was surprising. I listened to him for 28 know. hours on Spotify through my end of the year thing. Damn. Yeah. That's good. So, so that's great. Okay. Most overrated. That's a fun category. Nicki Minaj, Queen. Drake, Scorpion. Oh, yeah, it was like 75 font. Like size yeah, 75. Yeah, I know. I changed it because I'm like, girl. <laughs> um, beer bongs and Bentleys, I post them alone in 21 Pilots Trench. We're upsetting many people with this, I'm sure. I'm but, sure, like, it's yeah. the truth. Um, <laughs> like, you know it's true. Like, let's not pretend yeah. that they're not overhyped and overrated as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Nicki Minaj Queen, I mean. Too long. There's like two good songs on it. Like Chun Li is fun, mm-hmm. um, and then Barbie Tings. Barbie Tings, and you know what, Rich Sex is good too. But other than that, it's like okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Drake Scorpion, like. Uh, First of all, I why is it so like, long? I can't say anything positive about this. Like, it's fucking thirty-four so songs. And then like the two good songs that were on it were like the songs that were released months prior to it. Like Nice for What was, is a banger, but like that was a single that was released preceding the album, so it's like not even like. Yeah. And Post Malone, I don't know. He just keeps getting more and more popular. So that's something that we will not... That's something I actually truly don't understand. I'm trying to understand and I don't. I saw an article that was like, why Post Malone is the epitome of male beauty or something. And I'm like, what? Like, do you have eyes? (laughs) Who wrote this? I I think the one that's going to get people most upset is probably Post Malone. Because I think deep down people recognize that Nicki Minaj and Drake are kind of overhyped at this point. Mm -hmm. But, like, people are still really into Post Malone. So, like, that's the one that's going to be upsetting to people. Mm -hmm. But, um, and then 21 Pilots Trench, geez. I mean, go back and listen to our episode where we (laughs) talked about it, like, two episodes ago. Like, it's, (laughs) it's one of those things. It's, like, it's technically fine. It is produced well. It's just, it's... Like I don't, I don't see it. I just, I don't see the the love for this specific Twenty One Pilots record. So, so who's our winner? Drake, Scorpion. Yeah, duh. Wasn't really that tough of a choice, but Too you know, long. Post Malone, you did get that honorable mention. Yeah, so you are underlined. You do not escape <laughs> this award. As the fake hair. Um, the most what the fuck release? We have Fall Out Boy Mania, Jack White's Boarding House Reach. Weezer's Pacific Daydream and every single thing Kanye West made this year, but that's honestly its own category, so we're gonna get to that later. Yeah. So the most WTF release is first of all, this is a great category. Um and second of all, um we've talked about Fall Out Boy, Jack White, and Weezer. Um, all these albums actually pretty in the podcast and mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. episodes we did and trash them. So that was Pacific fun. Daydream is a mess. Like, this album... This is actually, like, actual, like... Garbage fire. (laughs) Like, it came out of nowhere, and it was just, like, a flaming, just, like, bag of shit on your doorstep with Rivers Cuomo's face on it. And we're just like, why is that there? I didn't order this. I didn't ask for this. Waiter, check, please. They tried so hard. Like, at least give them some points for, like, their effort. They tried. They really did. And the album art's weird. And there's this random, like, kanji in the corner. And there's, like... Half the song sounded like they just wrote it on a napkin in Starbucks. (laughs) Like, in Starbucks. like, this is it. (laughs) 
Every track I touch, it turns into gold. I must write these. Um, um, Jack White, I mean... He keeps going. Like, I don't... He's not going to stop. He's not going to stop. And Fallout Boys Mania, like, as I mentioned earlier, the first two songs are straight up dubstep. And then Heaven's Gate... Heaven's Gate? Yeah. Is a song from Folly Ado that was probably a B-side that they just never properly recorded. So, like, that, that one's fine. Because it was a different era of Fall Out Boy, and the rest is just there. Yeah, so our winner is Fall Out Boy Mania, because really, that's truly, to me, the most WTF release. Because yeah. that's not, I was not expecting to hear dubstep when no. I when I started no, no. that record, so. No. Congratulations, Patrick <laughs> Um The most disappointing release is our next category. Now, this is how we're defining most disappointing. Um, so these are artists that we really like mm-hmm. and have really enjoyed their previous works, but their new album was kind of hyped and ultimately kind of left us feeling unsatisfied. And that's how we're defining um, disappointing. Because these are all, all the people in this category, let me point out, are great artists. Yeah, no, we like every single person and group yeah. in this list. And the albums aren't even necessarily terrible. They're just not what was, not anticipated. What was anticipated. And it's kind of almost felt like a little bit of a letdown. So mm-hmm. for this, we have Brock Hap. Brockhampton. <laughs> Brockhampton, Iridescence, Anderson Pack, Oxnard, um, Lil Wayne, The Carter Five, Leon Bridges, Good Thing, Panic at the Disco, Pray for the Wicked, ASAP Rocky, Testing, Interpol, Marauder, The Internet, Hive Mind. Did I say the Internet? Or did I say Interpol's album, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. good. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like. Leon Bridges' album is really good. Like, there are, like, three real, real, real good songs. Like, Bad Bad News is amazing. It was nominated for a Grammy. So, like, that's great. Like, it is an amazing song. But the rest of the album, in comparison to his last one, just isn't, like, the same level, I feel like. Yeah, like, when you when I listened to Coming Home, like, that was so good mm-hmm. that I expected that level. And I think, you know, maybe I shouldn't have. But, yeah. Definitely was a letdown. And ASAP Rocky's testing. This was like my first album that I like fully listened to of Rocky's, and like I like it. Um, but aside from ASAP Forever and like Buckshots, it's just kind of like one note for me. I feel like. Yeah, for me, I I like actually like. There's a fair amount of good songs on that album, but if you're comparing it to the previous two, right? It's really a letdown, to be honest. Like, and that's yeah a trend um with a lot of these like (laughs) hive mind is a really fun record i talked about it very extensively on the modern vinyl podcast we did a whole interview for it literally every song on this album was in my top 100 playlist for spotify because i listened to it so much but like i think part of me listening to it so much was me trying to feel the same things about it that i felt about every single other internet album like ego death Death, like purple violent purple women like feel good like it's just it's it's just not like there and it's like technically i think it's their best album it's they feel the most coherent everything works really really well it's just it's it's just it's really weirdly organized it's just kind of bleh like in general aside from lottie dot like it's lottie dot's a banger come over is a great song but just like in the the context of the rest of this album and the context of the rest of the band's history it just doesn't feel the same, mm-hmm. you know? It has a different energy to it. And Interpol's Marauder, I don't know what the fuck happened with that, to be <laughs> honest with you. Like, they recorded the whole thing live, so, like, it, you can tell. You can hear it. It's This was recorded in one take, each song. And it's just, like, 
this is it doesn't have staying power. Like there's really nothing on there that I feel particularly attached yeah. to. Yeah, that one was definitely a letdown because it's just like Interpol's great. They're they're good. At this point, so I feel like gonna... it's like you have to kind of question like, are they actually great? Like <laughs> like like for real because their first album's one of the best rock albums ever recorded in my opinion, and then every album after that you get less and less people saying it's good and yeah. you have diehard fans really liking marauder and like i like it i don't i don't dislike the album it's just it's i don't think it's i weird. really have gone back to listen to any of it since it came out is Com- like you know. complications is fun number 10's fun the rover is like the most like radio friendly track on there Ugh, party's over is good like they're, they're good songs it's just it's weird it's just it doesn't feel good yeah and then panic at the disco it's just like fuck a silver lining is one of my favorite songs that's a good song um but you know what they or he because i mean is it really just brendan you're at this point um past their peak the second half of this album is fucking weird um which is unfortunate but yeah it's kind of like and it's weird because now he is more popular than ever i know and that's so interesting to me because this like, is this is a pop album. Like yeah. this is an alternative. It's not rock. Like it's certainly very far removed from I think what the band started as. Like this is just he's just making pop hits and has the the fan base to to keep it going. And like as long as he's making music, I'm sure I'm going to listen to it. But yeah. like it's just it's like you're not going to get uh fever you can't sweat out anymore. You're not going to get again. pretty. You're not going to get pretty odd ever again. No. So, you know. You just kind of have to upsetting. You have to accept that, yeah. I think overall it's a stronger album than um, uh, what, Too Weird to Live, Too Rare to Die. Mm. Like, that, I fucking hate that album from start to finish, like, except for, like, Vegas Lights and Girls, Girls, Boys. Um, but then Death of a Bachelor, I feel like, was altogether a stronger record than this that one. Was, that was definitely... I actually really like Death of a Bachelor. Yeah, there's Bachelor there's some really, really great songs on there. Um, definitely better than this new one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Brockhampton Iridescence is actually our winner. Um, yeah, we talked at length um, on our podcast episode for it, but... Quite disappointing, quite a lot building up to it that I was very excited about. Yeah. And ultimately, the, just kind of shocked. The killer thing, I think, is that the singles weren't included. Yeah, and the singles were good. Mm-hmm. So that's... They would have yeah. done well yeah. on this record. So that's, I guess, that's the disappointing thing. And, you know, it is what it is. Um, hopefully they'll, you know, it's not like... They're obviously still making music in yeah. there. So hopefully we'll get some more of that saturation. Mm-hmm. They don't even have to sound like saturation, but like... It's just the energy was weird. Yeah. yeah. So maybe they find it again yeah. with the next part. Uh, Next category. Is unexpectedly great albums. So things we didn't have any expectations for, but turned out pretty okay. Basically the complete opposite of the most disappointing category. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have Rich the Kid, The World is Yours, Cardi B, Invasion of Privacy, Blood Orange... We can't say it. We're not going to. <laughs> Next one. Blood Orange's new record. Um, we have Arctic Monkeys, Tranquility, Base Hotel and Casino, and MGMT, Little Dark Age. All really solid. Definitely for me, I just wasn't really... It's not something I was just like... There's albums I was counting down for, like Brockhampton being one of them. Me? Like, it was but Internet these... and Interpol. and yeah. And it's these I was not, and they just kind of came out, and mm-hmm. I listened to them, and I was like, yes. Yeah, 
when Little Dark Age, um, the last MGMT album wasn't very good. And I kind of fell off with them after Congratulations came out, to be honest. And I really loved that record, like, in middle school when it came out. Um, but Little Dark Age was just, they were back. They had the same energy again. Like, the sound was good. It was well-produced. It has some good songs on it. Like, and I've, I've heard Little Dark Age, like, this song, like, a lot. And I'm not tired of it. And the rest of the record I thought was pretty good, too. So, yeah, there was that. Um, Arctic Monkeys literally came out of nowhere for me because I don't, particularly enjoy them very much like i like fluorescent adolescent a lot um i liked uh, some songs on am but like it wasn't my i just never really like paid attention to it i guess and like, i think that was because that was part of my like pre-college i don't like things because they're popular phase that i'm really glad went away but um i was just like on a whim i'm just like i'm gonna listen to this new arctic monkeys album i think people are are saying good things about it and like literally the first time i listened to this had my headphones in pitch dark room just like a spiritual journey through this hotel and casino on the moon like it's so weirdly atmospheric and it's a concept album that isn't shit and it's hard to find those sometimes and like it's just unex like the definition of unexpected. I had enough no like frame of reference going into this, and then suddenly it was just like I vibe with this, right? A lot. That's pretty much yeah. That's pretty much I agree. I have nothing to add to that. So. <laughs> okay. So, like, you, you said it, so I'm not gonna like reiterate. Um, Cardi B invasion of privacy. I didn't expect a lot, but you know, I mean, and I, I liked her singles, but I just wasn't like I wasn't a fan yet. I actually kind of actively tried to not like her for whatever reason. Like for I guess that part of me that's like, yeah, I don't want to like somebody that's yeah, popular. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. So like I just kind of like avoided her singles, the two singles that came out before and that. And then suddenly you're playing Vic suddenly, and Head every time you're in the car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that was definitely unexpectedly great. Um, Rich the Kids album was again great, and you know he had kind of like changed his name and kind of mm-hmm. like redefined, which is good. Yeah, and ended up coming up with a pretty solid record. Mm-hmm. And then Blood Orange like, was also amazing. So. I love I love Blood Orange. I have for a really long time, and like this album, I feel like just kind of came out, just like out of just appeared one day, and I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> new Blood Orange, and like mm-hmm. it's it's more good, consistent, thoughtful like experimental r&b that's what i love about it that's what i love it's it is very experimental i love that when artists try something or are just different from mm-hmm. other that they're so unique that you instantly know who it is when like place i feel like blood orange has the most effective use of spoken word mm-hmm. in songs um it's like freetown sound had clips from um paris is burning the documentary that i really like like spread out and like every single piece is effectively conveying a message in the song and like it's just very well done Mm -hmm. um but our winner for this is arctic monkeys tranquility base hotel and casino with a honorable mention for cardi b's invasion of privacy yay good job all next category worst kanye single there were a lot of them that were bad. In fact, all of them, I think. Um, you have I Love It, Lift Yourself, Yay Versus the People, and Ecstasy. Um, I Love It is catchy. Lift Yourself has an amazing intro and then shits the bed. Yay Versus the People is almost not a song. And Ecstasy <laughs> is just, like, not great. So it's... First like, of all, I just love that worst kind of singles category. Like, like... Lift Yourself wins. Yay. Yeezy. 
Um, there's not much to say about that. We're, we're just being assholes at this point. <laughs> like, this, these categories have slowly gotten less <laughs> meaningful and more just, like, us being dicks. Um, but, yeah, so we got next one, best single. Um... Because that's an important category. Yeah. St. Vincent uh, with Fast Slow Disco off of Mass Seduction. Um, ASAP Rocky, ASAP Forever, Kendrick Lamar and SZA, All the Stars, Kids See Ghosts, Reborn, and the Carter's Ape Shit. All of these are good. All of these are great. Like, like all they're of these all are, solid Like, songs. honestly, if we could just compile a list of best singles of 2018, it would go on for a very long time. Yeah, like, there were a lot of There's so many tracks. that aren't. We picked, there's five on here, but reality, there's just too many yeah. to even yeah. go over, so. Um, but Fast Slow Disco is just a really great time. I've been listening to that song since it came out, like, as its own single. Um, it's a faster version of Slow Disco from Mass Seduction. And the music video is really, really good, so also watch that if you haven't. Yeah. Um, ASAP Forever, like, let's first of all, sampling Moby. Oh. Yes. Like, oh <laughs> Like, my that's God. how you get me. You get me on a track if you throw Moby in at all. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and also, it's just really great. It's so good. Like, the just, I don't even know, like that. Where were you when ASAP Forever dropped? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, and then, obviously, Black Panther as a whole was amazing. Such... Um, but, the, you know, All the Stars, the single, the kind of the standout single. When that, like, yeah. kicks in at the credits of that movie, when I was in the theater, I was just like sitting in my seat just fucking like bumping because i love that song so much uh kids see ghost reborn that's you know kid cuddy and uh kanye west really great song like yep just... in a vacuum it's really good <laughs> yeah <laughs> like the i mean i think that's just kind of the one song that i i listen yeah. to from from yeah. that but I just, it makes me feel good. It's good for my mental health, honestly. Like, there's nothing else say to with say with apeshit. Like, yeah. the Carters, yes. apeshit is just pure, like, opulence. Yeah. It's just over the top. The music video is fucking over the top. Like, it is just money. And it's good. Yeah. Seriously. Like, the Louvre. Like, mm. like yes. Um, so In our winner, back, who cares? best single, ASAP Rocky with ASAP Forever. Congrats. Um, really ultimately great song and this was a no-brainer but our honorable honorable mention is saint vincent fast slow disco watch that music video watch it it's good we have one final category before before record of the year before record of the year (laughs) you're correct (laughs) the most important probably only relevant one um (laughs) but um best ariana grande tweet this has nothing to do with uh music really really but ariana Um, she's an icon and her twitter Reflects it. As so, much. for best Ariana Grande tweet, I mean, I ha- I just took screenshots of a few of her tweets that I was just like, yes, bitch. Um, so I guess we'll read them. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is the one where she's like calling out Pierce Morgan. They had that whole Twitter fight, and she wrote, "I look forward to the day you realize that there are other ways to go about making yourself relevant than to criticize young, beautiful, successful women for everything they do. I think that'll be a beautiful thing for you in your career or what's left of it." Heart. Bitch, you're the heart. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, shut him down. Yes, because honestly, Pierce Morgan is, is so annoying, and yeah. I don't understand how he still has a career. Okay, um, next one. This was in response to a fan question asking how long the interlude uh, Pete was. At the time, it was called Pete before it was the full name. And she said, like, 10 inches, question mark, dot, 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 oh, dot, 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 ellipses. I mean, like, a little over a minute. And I was just like, girl, she does not care. Like, yes. And, um, remember when I was like, hey, I have no tears left to cry? And the universe was like, ha, bitch, you thought. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, and then... 
this is just her being shady, but you know, I love shady art. Shady, uh, oh my shady God. Ari. Shady Ari is great. <laughs> For someone who claims to hate relevancy, you sure love clinging to it, huh? That's Thank shady. You. She deleted nice. that because it, it was too shady for her positivity. <laughs> but actually, I don't want no next. True love doesn't exist. Hope you're having a great day. That's like... probably like my favorite tweet ever. I want that tattooed on my forehead. <laughs> God. Um, but our favorite one was the. Remember when I had no tears left to cry? That that yeah. one. Very good. Thank you for your Twitter, Ariana. It is a gift. I am a stan. All right, so finally, um, record of the year. We chose four, um, but have many honorable mentions. Yeah, because we didn't want to, like, you know, record of the year is, is a hard category. It, like, no matter what, people are going to say, no, this was the best record well, yeah. of the year. Well, yeah, and then it's always <laughs> clouded by, like, this genre is my favorite, or yeah. I like this artist a lot, therefore, so. And that's the thing. It's, like, your own personal taste. It's kind of hard because your own personal taste doesn't define what the best record is. Yeah. Everyone obviously so has a subjective favorite. So what we chose favorite. doesn't define what the best record really was because mm-hmm. everybody has different tastes. It's kind of hard. Ours is objectively the best record. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so, I mean, you, you can announce the category. Sure. So, number one, Kendrick Lamar and various artists for Black Panther, music from and inspired by. Arctic Monkeys, Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino, Ariana Grande, Sweetener, Nombi, they might have even loved me. Great. We've talked about all of them at this point. At this point, we've... I mean, I don't know if we talked about Sweetener really too much, to be honest. Or actually the Kendrick Lamar one. Yeah. No, we... Well, I mean, we we had an episode dedicated to that. But we never had an episode dedicated to Sweetener because it came out over the summer. But, I mean, as far as Sweetener goes, I guess since... I guess we could talk about it since we haven't. That was... In my opinion, her best work. Yeah. It's her. She's really found her voice mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. And she even said, like, this album feels the most like me than anything I've ever done. Like, it's fun to make, you know, songs that are about, that are fun, but really about nothing. Those are fun. But this is about something. And it's, it doesn't, it's not afraid from taking chances. Mm-hmm. And she re- it's, it's experimental for sure as mm-hmm. far as her sound. She she does divert from her normal yeah. pop sound. There's, not, pop, there's really like, nothing I like more than when an artist goes a little bit out of what they usually mm-hmm. make and brings in different influences into a record. Yeah. And this, I feel like Sweetener did it very, very well, especially with a little bit of um, oversight from Pharrell for the first half of the record. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's just, it's very strong altogether. Yeah. Um, and then Nombe, they might have even loved me. I mean, that's one, it's it's a little of an interesting choice for record of the year just because of the fact that this wasn't significant for a lot of people because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know it. So it's kind of hard to say that something that wasn't very right. culturally, like, just popular mm-hmm. to be a record of the year. But you know what? We did it anyways because we're not the Grammys and we don't ignore people just because they're not. Yeah, I mean, last year we, like, <laughs> ranted and raved about King Cruel. So, yeah. like... Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you know, we already talked about our thing. Yeah. And, um, Kendrick, and Kendrick Lamar's like, um, Black Panther. It is such an important, like, record. Not even just as a soundtrack. Like, there are so many different influences. So many, like hours i'm sure went into finding you know the appropriate like sounds and someone who could really embody this 
vibe that the whole movie and the character and the message really embody. And I think Kendrick Lamar was absolutely the right choice to make this record. Um, And I remember when we talked about this when it first came out a while ago, um, we even said this is probably like in the running for record of the year. And that was a while ago before a lot of, before half the year was over. Yeah. And nothing has really, you know, replaced it. Like, Mm -hmm. This is just such a culturally relevant, important, and I think just overall well-made record that needed to happen, I think. And, like, I think everyone will, like, remember where they were when this album came out because mm-hmm. it. I think it marks, like, a... definitely a turning point in people taking soundtracks seriously, but also something like this that conveys a message, a very clear, poignant message is still up in like in the running and everyone's been listening to it everyone's been talking about it for literally all year like it's just it's so good so good exactly mm-hmm. so our winner for record of the year we chose ariana grande with sweetener with the honorable mention being black panther mm-hmm. um two solid choices um if we could give the award to both of them, I think I would. Yeah. And, you know, people might have their contentions with Sweetener, I think, probably. Um, but when it really comes down to it, what this album was was a beautiful piece of art that came from a really terrible thing mm-hmm. and a terrible time. Um, and that's, and it, it signifies, that's what music should be. And so. it signifies an artist kind of breaking away from the things that got her into the industry in the first place mm-hmm. and becoming her own independent artist that's a great message to even send so that's it but um honorable mentions you can go over your honorable mentions because there's a lot of other great albums that came out literally we had to so you go over yours all right so um we had florence and the machine highest hope um foxing's album nearer my god jeff rosenstock's post that came out january 1st 2018 um it was a fun one snail mail's lush um kamasi washington's heaven and earth and some rap songs by Earl. Also, um, Be the Cowboy by Mitski was an amazing record. All right. So for me, my honorable mentions of albums I really, really liked. Uh, Invasion of Privacy, Cardi B. Travis Scott, Astro World, Beach House 7. Yeah. Ray, uh, yeah. J. Cole, K.O.D. Kaliukas Isolation. Mm-hmm. Anime 1.5. Mm-hmm. Pusha T, Daytona. Black East Atlanta Love Letter. Nonchalant is an amazing song. <laughs> so those are... Also, um, I forgot uh, Deaf Heaven, Ordinary Human Love, and Fantastic Furniture, their self-titled, a band that literally came out of nowhere and I was really rolling with for most of the year. Yeah, so that's, that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and then we're done. We're never doing this again. This is our last episode ever. No. This is our last episode of the year, though. Yeah. But um, just like always, don't forget our sponsor, Final me, please. Um, yada, yada, yada. Merch on our merch site, blah, blah, blah. Subverse is a radio show we do. <sighs> and that's pretty much, I mean, that covers it, right? That, yeah, covers, that covers us, us just like self promoting and being narcissistic. So I think we're. I think we're good. I think we're good. Yeah. I'm good. This is a really great way to end the last. Thank you for listening. Thank you for spending a whole year with us. If you listened, if not, I understand. Like, like honestly, like, even if you're just kind of listening in the background while you're doing stuff, that's fine, too. Like, you don't really need to listen. We just want the clicks. Like, it's fine. We don't really care. Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) Like, that's cool. All right, bye. Bye.